Buttons to push. And right now, I'd like to dedicate this song to everybody here with hearts, any kind of hearts and ears. It's really groovy. I'd like to bore you for about six or seven minutes to do a little thing. Yeah. Excuse me for a minute. Let's let me play my guitar, all right? Right now, I'm with the little thing uh, by Bob Dylan. That's his grandma over there. It's a little thing called like a Rolling Stone. Upon a time, you dress so fine through the bombs of diamond in your prime. Oh, didn't you 
people call, save a word, dog. You're bound to fall, you thought they all. Well, couldn't you? how to live on the streets and now you just gonna have to get used to it you say you never you never compromise with a mystery tramp but now you you got to realize he's not selling any alibi as he stands in the vacuum of his eyes. And he says, hey, baby, would you like to break uh, up? Precious gifts and things, but but you better take your diamond ring. I think you better. You better pawn a babe. Yes, I know, Mr. Burns. Don't worry. You used to be <laughs> so amused at the pulling rags and the sweet talk that he used. Go to him now. He calls you. You can't refuse. You got a, nothing to lose. 
Square is what you've been listening to rocking into the night. Scott Doe throwing in for John, waiting for the Claudia and the Low shows coming up. Cruising down the motorway. Muniradio.fm.
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you now serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes Every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Let's watch full movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Man. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, L W F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full length. Let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs>
convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.
have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) Beep, you're listening to Radio 11 Archive, captured Monday, June 7th and 2200 hours. This is the voice of AquaQ. And forwards until cereal comes out of your nose, alphabet style. Now this. Gazink, your agent is loaded. It's especially fair and damp today. Just slide it on for a trial. We'll ultra shock it off later. Well, we'll try. The last time they side loaded an agent on me was two weeks ago, and it's still sticky around the ankles. Toes are a bit doughy too. It was also well known that the staff had been messing with the programs. Hot was cold, up was sideways. It was a right bollocks. The intention was unclear, but the effect was Lord of the Rings meets Pee Wee Herman in a nightclub disco deck with boots, a dinner dress, and a quart of petrol to last the night. You had to stay busy or the body program kicked in and started rewriting everything. It was 5am and Peru was rising. A tone chimed. It was Tuesday morning in the West Bank and the street merchants were setting up for the bazaar. Hakmet put up his wares and wandered across the street to the newsstand. Not gonna buy today's paper. Jellish, it's filled with lies and the ads are too expensive. Jason blinked. That was his name. Mr. H had begun calling him Jellish after a peanut butter mishap. Three years ago, everybody knew Creamy was bullshit. The paper was expensive to run since the owner lived well in his accounts. Securities I think he called it. The editor too lived strong with a mind to argue the cost of freedom. I guess it was 35 cents. And a hot chocolate at the corner cafe where they cased the town for stories. Hackmeck wandered over for a cup. The sign tilted just a bit as he walked into the sunny dungeon pies and other morsely treatable owls and amenables. He had 35 cents. He walked in, stippled lip from a slight shaving accident, and tossed his 35 cents into the tip jar. Careful with that, fella, he said.
you could buy a paper with that. Frog, the editor just smiled as he usually does when he's being bullied or getting ready to trim his toenails. This time was both. Not in the coffee shop, man, don't forget what happens to dead cellular phones. They get recycled as little girls' tricycles. Well that's alright, hack mech, ill buy one for your family next time you've got a date with Lillary. She wrote me the other day. Dear editor. She's always so formal. Yes, Lillary was a peach and liked getting into the vertical columns on the paper, sideways. Extra extra. So the coffee tariffs are up again, eh old man? Surprised to see you so spend thrift at the till. Oh that's for the tables. It's a bizarre banquet from the street festival tonight. Lights action superstars. Indeed, the narrative had been left justified for 75p in last week's paper by another secret admirer of the bazaar, they sent a basket of baskets filled with gaskets, that's got to be something clever. What's clever? Frog asked. Weird I was just thinking to myself, it must be the coffee. You didn't have any. Oh that must be why then too, much of a non-creamed thing. It's time to get over to Peru. Get me the phone. Send us a message at anchor fm slash aqua q labs and tell us what you want to hear. It's April 20th, 2020, and this is Aqua Q Labs C3W. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the anchor.fm platform from the labs of Aqua Q. Anchor.fm is available for iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere podcasts are free. Just do the queue. The story of our energetic twisteries of dot Cues at on a Thursday, no less, is more. Day became night as was the middle ground of the evening and carried on. As he was in normality, his brain jiggled just. Testing, testing. Yeah, I can hear myself. Sounds like it's working. All right. right. Welcome back. That was a ribcage face. And next up, we've got some news about Amazon Boo. And this is a little over like four and a half minute video that was shared by More Perfect Union. You can follow them on Twitter at More Perfect US. And the uh, caption here is Jeff Bezos Boo says he's proud of working conditions at Amazon. Workers say they are surveilled, treated like robots, and forced to work in a grueling and unsafe environment. Now these warehouse workers in Alabama are organizing to demand change. This video came out on February 10th. If I had the opportunity to talk to Jeff Bezos face to face, I would really want to ask him, have he ever worked in a warehouse before? Have he sweated for 10 to 12 hours a day and not being able to go to the restroom when he needed to go? And the issue of, um, of working conditions I'm very proud of our working conditions. They got cameras. They watching us all the time. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of fast pace. It's a lot of climbing upstairs. It's just a lot for the human body. It's tiring. It's consistent. It's, it's, it's fast speed. It's unsafe because you consistently working fast pace 10 hours. 
Only, only two breaks. They getting treated like robots, and, and it's not fair because even robots break down sometimes. I have issues when ladies are talking about TOT time, uh, time off task, when they have to go use the restroom. When they saying that the restroom <laughs> could be on the other side of the building, that they have to take their walk so far and they're timing them. And when they run out of time, people are calling me emotional, like, Michael, I'm on last chance. They said it's extremely hot in there. They said they have had people to pass out because of the extreme hotness in there. Who get docked I get TOT time for going to the bathroom. Who get docked for going to, get, going, to, going to get water if you need water if you have to leave off your station? Come on now. Okay, so what's really happening? Uh, you pumped up, Fluid? Okay, so you're pumped up, so go at it. All right, uh, well, hello everybody, this is Fluid, uh, here on uh, Mutiny Radio. Uh, I'm Mutiny, we're just chilling. Um, happy to be here, thanks for having me. Wow, I was, I was expecting to see, I knew you were bringing the party. Yeah, I, brought, I brought a little something special for you. All right, yeah, looking forward to that. So, the fluid, that's because that your rhymes are so fluid. Uh, flow like water. Flow like water, that's, that's okay, that's, that's where you came up with that, that yeah. name? There's no other fluid. I've, I... Uh, actually, um, there are some, uh, I, I believe there are some other artists with fluid or fluid in their name. Um, mm. I'm, I'm hoping to be the uh, dominant. Does that does that help if you use a name and you think others might have that name also? That's like uh, is that like how my friend's got a tattoo that says "Legend," just because it motivates him to be a legend. That that motivates you to kick more ass. Uh, yeah, you can say that. And I mean, you know, um, the thing about names is, I mean, you got so many different people in the world. I mean. Got a lot of people like. Sometimes you're gonna come up with by the same name. Like for instance, uh, talk about uh, name Havoc. You got yeah. Havoc from Mob Deep. You got Havoc from South Central Cartel. Call Havoc, but you got one's one's Havoc, one is Havoc the Rhymes there. But still, there's one's two Havoc. Yeah. Okay. So you were raised on the old school hip hop. Set, you call yourself a '70s baby, or because you I, were. I, I do call myself a '70s baby. That's, that's why I was, I was listening to some some of your flows, and you, you seem to grow a lot. You got that, uh, got kind of like that, that conscious yet uh, slash pimp feel. Uh-huh, yeah, got a little bit of a mixture. Try to bring something for everybody. With all that, like. What inspired that to all come about where you're at now? Um, what inspired it was just, I mean, me studying the rap game. So, um, coming up, like I said, I'm, I was, I'm a 70s baby, late 70s. So I came up, I was fortunate enough to be able to witness, like, uh, you know, Sugar Hill. Yeah. Uh, Run DMC. Uh, you know, like the birth of, like, the West Coast stuff, you know, NWA. Um, old school, too short. I mean, I'm talking like, um, you know, 
most of these youngsters probably know, you know, probably probably do too. They're probably from Blow the Whistle on. I'm talking about before that. Ricky Tales, that type of stuff. Yeah, when it wasn't more of an anthem. Because yeah. Blow the Whistle, I, you know, I like it, but it's not like, uh, you know, it's not my go-to. I feel like anthems are more, uh, you know, more just, all right, all right, yeah, I heard, I heard that a lot. Man, let me hear that anthem. Something I could just, like, more like just vibe to. You know, those anthems are always good for, uh, you know, parties, celebrations. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like function music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in the club. And I mean, it's good music. I mean, it keeps you moving. So he got hyphy. Hyphy, yeah. yeah. I, I, got, I got a little bit of that in my, in my uh, I say mixed into what I do. I mean, I, it's definitely been an influence. I mean, listening to people like E-40, uh, Keep the Sleep, Fab. I don't think anyone. Federation. We got uh, Damien Montez in the studio. Yeah, who grab uh, okay. the mic right there? We we talk about that. Uh, I'm not interrupting anything. This is uh, this is us. Except uh, this is us. Except you got except for you got a big show to go to. Yeah, in a little bit. It's uh bigger than the penis I sucked last night. Wow. All right. How you guys doing? Yeah, you uh. Yeah, man. I get to. to that was that was quite an intro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just uh, guess hard. His name was Fluid. I like fluids. Wait, 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 wait. Did, did this? Were you guys? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say this is a. You know, man. It's, it's a, it's cool. you guys, like you knew. You knew the rapper's name is Fluid, right here, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was like. <laughs> that's how you got that that's how you got that brace uh a pretty wild night you got that brace on your head there huh? oh yeah yeah uh it's it's actually a, a ski mask but uh it only has one hole i i, I felt another sex joke coming on all right we got we got the comedian and, and the rapper in the studio yeah see i know man what, what you know about the E40 and the two short there, Damien. Um, I, well, I was born in uh, Mexico, so I'm more knowledgeable about Vicente Hernandez or uh, uh, okay. or the mother of Guadalupe. But when I moved here, I knew that I thought Mac Dre was uh, the mayor of the Bay Area when I first got here. I was like, oh, wow, we're very progressive. This guy's not even really wearing a suit. He's just dancing. But... uh. Turns out he's just a rapper, which was really cool to find out. That is, it, it's, it's funny that that's kind of realistic, ain't it, Fluid? Like, uh, the Mac Dre, a lot of people were talking about Mac Dre for mayor. Uh, I mean, so he, he, he made a big mark on the Bay Area music scene, definitely. I mean, he had a really, he had a really big impact. He had that one album where he had like a, like it looked like he was running for mayor, right? The album cover, he it looked like it was like he had, he had a suit on or like a tie on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did have, he did have, yeah, a couple album covers. I think. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw Mac Dre, and I was like, I'm gonna vote for this guy. I like this guy. Yeah, I would vote for him too. Yeah, I never seen a mayor with better, dreads, but better, with, better than Trump did. Oh man, not a not a Trump fan there, fluid, huh? Not a Trump fan. Not a Trump fan at all. Okay, we're getting to the streets right here. It sounds like we, we let's you know like so. Yeah, you know what I think right now? 
we could we could talk about uh polit- politics are weird uh but I, I i feel like you're coming i, I dig this you coming with that that streets that that hardcore politics where, where do you come with politics damien i uh come yeah that's funny wherever i'm allowed to come i'll definitely yeah. go there but politics man people assume that i'm on the right side because they see my white skin but completely opposite i don't even know anybody i haven't even voted since last year and that's only because kanye west was on the ballot so i mean the only time that i really wanted to vote was when obama was in uh office but i was literally like eight so i couldn't vote but i remember as as like a child yeah super young my teacher, she like stopped class and she rolled in the TV so we could watch Obama's inauguration. And that was really cool. Okay, you you two would be very glad to hear this. There's an Obama Boulevard now in San Jose. Okay. I just, I mean, it, it, is is that weird? I mean, I mean, I guess like he was historical, but I I just thought it was random that it was San Jose. Mm. Is that is it weird that San Jose, or is it just uh, cool that he's he's got both Weird. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't say weird. I mean, I don't know. It could be any city. Yeah. They could have done it in Oakland. And plus, there are a lot of terrible streets out there. Oh, I don't think Obama's bad at all. Yeah, Obama's a better name. Yeah. I want to know where they put it now. You pronounce it. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's an Adolf Avenue somewhere out there. Adolf? Is that... <laughs> I'm sure there's like a, a, a Osama Boulevard somewhere out there. So I think Obama's pretty good. Well, my friend's got a street named after him. And, uh, my candlestick uh, was torn down. But his street's still there. He got stabbed to death over there. So they named a street after him. Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, so it was, they never forget who runs the street. He, he, whoever they were. Oh yeah, yeah. He run, he ran the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he like, uh, I guess his, I mean, his blood's in the streets. They say blood is family. Mm-hmm. So, so he's right there. Did I, he get stabbed just from random acts of violence, or was there like? Yeah, a... someone said that. Uh, wait, no. Okay, the other guy like, in his mirror. Mm-hmm. And so he walked out like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" Hit my mirror, and then next thing you know, they, they ran out with knives, mm-hmm. and then he, he kind of uh, was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take off a little bit," and then he got stabbed. Wow, uh, it's road rage. Terrible. I mean, dang, they didn't even make it to the road. Um, That's why anytime you're about to get in a street fight, you just gotta get naked. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because when you come, when you see someone coming charging you naked, you really don't think like <laughs> that is scary. I don't yeah. know what to do right now. Your first thought is like, I'm gonna stab him. You're probably scared that he's gonna stab you, so you probably just want to get out of there. That would be my first reaction. If someone was charging me naked, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm just gonna get out the way real quick. You would. Yeah. What if he's got like? Unless he was good looking, then I would probably talk to him for penis. a little bit. Hmm? Like if he's got a big penis. Yeah, if he's got a big penis, I don't want to be stabbed. It's... I'm a top. Um, I do the stabbing. But gotcha. yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Would you guys fight somebody uh, that was butt naked? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Right? Exactly. You just be like, you know, I don't think it's worth it. I'm just gonna get a new mirror. So my my 
ex, she used to get really upset at me, but she, at the times when she would be naked and like punching and hitting me, well, I guess same thing, that, that hit punches a hit, uh, punching and pushing me, like she was getting really aggressive, but when she was naked doing it, it's, it was very calming. Mm. It, well, that's a little different. Uh, I mean, yeah, well... Yeah, it's not like you're getting your frustrations out. She she was, yeah, cause you know what? That maybe that's cured to relationships, um, because I don't think there was any. Uh, I think the argument didn't last too long after that. Yeah, like, you versus could, you knocked her out. That's why. Oh yeah, I mean, man, you really uh, well, you really praise my sexual capabilities. Thanks. Uh, yeah, cause that. Well, if they're, have, yeah. Well, you know, if if they're having a seizure, that's how you know you. When you say you did when, a good job. When you were say, so you were. Are you saying you hit her like, like with your fist, or you were saying you were hitting hitting it like you were hitting it from the back? Oh no no no! Oh, I thought you meant I knocked her out. Uh, you know, uh, sec. Bill Cosby wise. Uh, uh, no no no! She was hitting and hitting me. Okay. Naked. I I never laid hands on a woman. Well, I mean. Not like violently. Yeah, it's okay. Not Equality violently. for women. Yeah, no equ- equality. I that's why I never pay on 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 dates. Am okay. I right, guys? Yeah, right. What, what? Same. That's why I don't pay hookers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you uh you go out the door when they get in the shower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a. It's always fun. One time that happened, and the, the pimp was standing out the door. <laughs> Me and my friend, once we closed the door, he was like, "Hey, where, where's my girl? Uh, we're in the sh- she's she's in the shower." Mm. And uh, we just ducked out, and somehow we ducked out in a cab. That was that was pretty decent. I don't know why we actually. I don't really know why we did that. Why we needed to duck out in a cab, considering we were just. We didn't really know where we would go. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully, it was a real cab. Hopefully, it wasn't the fake taxi cabs. It, it was. It was one of those. I don't think Uber was around at the time. Good. Have you seen that Uber is like going back into a taxi? Like when you no. pull up an Uber app, it'll be like, oh, for this one, thirty dollars. For this one, thirty-five. And then at the bottom, bottom, it'll just say taxi, seven dollars. So it's going around full circle again, people. You said seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Taxis are now the cheapest thing, and Ubers are the oh, new taxis. Oh, 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 you're talking about they, they give us those options at the mm-hmm, bottom. Mm-hmm. Why would Uber give... That is weird. Why do they give an option? Because they're like, we're busy. And, mm-hmm. Well, no, that's kind of messed up, because Uber is trying to steer you away from... They're like, we got to get these poor people somehow. Let's just give them a well, bad taxi. They're trying to steer you away from the people that, that work on the app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I've seen in there, uh, actually, public transportation, too, mm. which I used Uber for that with uh, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I don't want to pay for Uber. I'm, I'm frugal. Yeah. I watch that extreme cheapskates. Yeah. That's why you got to get the e bike. Get those e bikes. Those are really cheap E-bike, on there, too. E-bike. That's the ones where they're on the street and you're like, mm-hmm. okay. And usually homeless people have them. You, yeah, they, they, well, I see them. They, they keep trying to mm-hmm. ride them. But they, they don't put any them. money in them. Yeah, yeah they, they just take advantage. They just take them. I don't know how they get them. I'm sure like they just follow somebody and then get them off the bike and just food? take it. You seen those bikes? The, the scooters and all. Yeah, I've seen the scooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other day I was riding a scooter. Like I didn't pay for it. You could just ride it if no, if it has no battery. 
And then uh, the people that collect the scooters, he like walked up to me, got out of his car. He's like, hey, sir, I need that. I need that scooter back. And I was like, I actually need it. He's like, well, I need it because it's dead and it's actually mine. Um, and I didn't want to give it to him. I didn't know what to do. So I just started undressing and he, he, naked. Didn't, he didn't want to deal with it. And I just uh, took the scooter back. So. And that that's that's beautiful to be so young. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're you said eight. He's, he's so so you're like. Uh, I'm in my twenties. I'm twenty one plus. Gosh, mm-hmm. isn't that? I mean, uh, fluid. You you look like a man that's really worked out. But you've you've had to keep that uh, solidness. Uh, he just got youth right here, loving to take off his clothes all the time. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I'm ready to show the Ken Barbie slope. I. <laughs> I, I used to love taking off my clothes, man. Mm-hmm. As I got older, like, I, I mean, I don't feel uh, like I know one. Well, I, I never like to, like, you know, just walk around the street like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, when I find a good excuse. Just try to get more modest as you get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, and I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't feel that secure with myself liking it. Yeah, you you probably know? Only, only get naked at my age then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like when someone's trying to stab you. <laughs> exactly. Never For tried, safety. Yeah. I remember when I was yeah. younger, like I went to my first gay pride. I was probably like 15. And uh, it was very fun. Parade was going by. Uh, a lot of dicks in my face. Uh, but I met a lot of older people who were naked. Mm. And I thought that was like weird. But they took it to another level. Like they had like nipple tassels on and like their balls were wrapped up. They were being cucked. Like I thought being naked was weird. But then I seen the people at at the gay pride parade. They took it to another level. I'm like, "Mm, maybe naked is not the weirdest thing that we could be doing. Maybe having like a prod up your ass with like a horse tail coming out. Maybe that pushes it to the limit. Folsom. Folsom Street Fair. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just people in horse masks pulling uh, carriages. Like I'm like maybe this maybe being naked is not so bad. Yeah, it's well, actually pretty natural. What are you talking about Folsom Street Fair? Mm. Uh, when when you like the the prod and all that. Well, mm-hmm. um, great times. I I worked the the gay pride once uh, mm-hmm. doing security, and uh, I uh, you know I, I was like nah I don't know about working in the the, uh, the gay area mm-hmm. so they they sent me in the the, the dyke area mm. and i was like huh. did you get bullied no no actually yeah I, well that's what i thought i, I thought it would be and i didn't get bullied because actually they didn't even really seem to notice me uh they thought you were one of them they were like okay i He's mean got glasses i had a uniform yeah i mean yeah, maybe can't tell yeah mm-hmm. and no one thought i was tom hanks at the time um mm. but yeah so I, I was thinking dyke area okay i could hang i was thinking naked ladies mm. uh and then wow. i got over there and it was it was it was there was a uh it was a radio host that i was familiar with uh christy uh mm-hmm. i think came yell or something uh and uh that was the only cool thing i mean i guess it does make sense to everyone has to fit in their own little area Mm because i know i i didn't quite fit in there either yeah because uh there was there was naked women but i couldn't really see their parts with the like the hair patches Mm -hmm. you know i mean a lot of leather a lot of patches a lot of buzz cuts yep yeah and i was i thought because i know gay pride has like uh 
celebrities. Mm. So I was like, oh, like, oh, well, Lil Wayne's coming up, T Pain. Oh wow! And so I was like, but but they were. They were impersonators. So uh, they, they were the, the the not Lil Wayne. It was Little Wayne, spelled out L I T T L E. Yeah, well, yeah. Wayne. Uh, yeah, little. really little, cause there's clit. They say, you know, women women say like their clits are like little penises. I feel. Yeah, that's what my uh, gay friend names her clit, Lil Wayne. Well, <laughs> every time she plays with herself, she's like wheezy. <laughs> I could, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because, you know, uh, I like being aggressive. And um, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know. Have you heard about what happened with the baby? Oh, okay. The rapper the baby. Let's get, get into the, the he's, uh, he's, stuff. He's a, he's a big rapper right now, but he's currently oh, being canceled. Oh, yeah, is a rapper, yeah. You know the baby. They're trying to cancel. They're trying to cancel. What do you think? You think he's going to, you think he's going to bounce back anytime soon? I think he can too. So I, I think uh, he's kind of. Yeah, he, I think he can. Mm. So, so you you you. Uh, I think it's gonna take another pandemic for people to forget, and then I think he'll come back. <laughs> I think this Delta virus, Delta variant, is gonna like do very well for him. That might help him. Yeah, because I don't know if you do. You know what he said at a festival? Actually, I, I you know what I I think so, but every time I look it up, I don't quite see really what he said. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can't really tell because a lot of these people don't know what they're saying anyway. So I can't figure out what they're saying either. Yeah. Well, what 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 exactly did he say? So he was at a he was at a big festival in New York AIDS City. Thing, I know that. Yeah, and uh, you know, like when rappers going between songs, they usually say something like, "If you got if you got bitches, make some noise," or "If you got money, just make some noise." Yeah. The baby he chose to go. If you're not sucking dick in the parking lot after the show, okay. make some noise, and then everybody's like, "Okay." And then, HIV, yeah, yeah. And then makes the noise, yeah. And everybody's like, I don't, I don't know where to go from here. And then he just dropped into "Baby on Baby," which was very odd because I've never seen an artist try to get the crowd hype over HIV. He said, uh, so he said, if you're not a second, if you're not, those were honestly those were interesting choices of things to say. If you're not sucking dick, if you don't have HIV, if you're gonna keep living. Make some noise. So I mean, any fluid you could speak on this to where uh, I mean, a lot of rappers are just uh, kind of dumbed down, right? I think there are a lot of rappers that are dumbed down. A lot, a lot. Well, I mean, you have rappers that are talented when it comes to doing the lyric thing and performing on stage, but the problem, but they don't have anybody. I don't think that works with them. Help them do like public relations. Yeah. Them, you know, to, to speak in public, to talk to the audience, to with different groups of people and not like alienate people with what they say. A lot of them don't have that training. Yeah, he was live too, so no one was there to be like, okay, say this next to baby. Like he was on stage, yeah. there was no filter. I just want to know why he went there. See, I mean, yeah, see, well, that's the thing. I don't think. He thought the shock, maybe I think he thought the shock value that would come from that would be helpful. He didn't, he didn't look at it from the other angle of it being something that would. Yeah. So it was like a plan. Yeah, they don't. They don't think these days. I think he was watching. Like, was he watching? I, you guys ever seen the the show? Uh, this video called One Man One Jar. Uh, nah. Oh. It's this man who fits a jar in his asshole. 
And uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, and I think he watched like some really fucked up video wait, that got stuck show? in his head. No, it's a move. It's a it's a video. We can pull it up. Pull it up right now. Uh, anybody in the audience listening, call 650-219-7625, and we'll watch the video with you. Is this on the, the YouTube? It's on the no. It's definitely not on YouTube. Hundred percent. No, definitely not on YouTube. Uh, uh, one man. Uh, I don't. I don't think you should watch it right now. If uh, unless you want to just think oh, about that for the rest no, of your day. Let me, let me just. Yeah. So one. He just. Probably pass on yes. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't so know, I think the I baby was watching something crazy like that, and that was just stuck in his head for the rest of the day. And some along the lines like, you know what? I gotta say something. If you don't have AIDS, let him. Let him say it. See, I, I, let him say it. Yeah, a hundred percent. He had some kind of an issue with the with the gay community. Gay person prior to the show. Mm, mm, I don't I'm not think. I'm not saying that justifies it. Uh, it's the baby out there. He's like, yeah. stop talking about us. I don't know. I just think, um, like you said, you have people, you have PR people that work with you. And obviously, that if, if he has one, he doesn't have one, but the one he has did not like do their job. Yeah. But you just have to, like, you know, in the entertainment industry, there's probably just as many, maybe not even more, gay people than there are straight people. Mm. You have gay people who are stylists or who are... Like he's like I was watching an interview with the locks on the Breakfast Club, and um, oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, was saying you know well about Tyler the Creator. Should have had somebody mm. to. You know, well, they were talking about the baby. But oh the baby. Yeah. Somebody should have like you know pulled him to the side and educated him because he's like he said I'm sure like he had to have known and if he didn't know it's too bad he had to have known that that was going to be offensive. Right? Mm. He said you've probably been dressed by people you know styled or dressed or or had your hair done or. Something by somebody in the industry. time and place, man. And you, so you know there, there's a, plenty of them in the entertainment industry. Yet you still chose to go make there. That kind of comment. So you know, well, why didn't why didn't somebody let you know that that wasn't okay? Yeah. Hey, time and place, man. Like, because uh, I thought he was talking about Tyler the Creator when he, he when you were uh, speaking on that because. Uh, the Lux, uh, the Lux, they, they had to uh, address something else. Uh, yeah, I, I, wanna... I, I vaguely remember that conversation. <laughs> I don't know the full context of it. Tyler, the creator, said uh, he's always had a crush on Jadakiss, and uh, he, 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 you know, says he has very, say, very soft, smooth skin. And he takes takes care of himself. Is Jada Smith the boy? No, Jadakiss. Jadakiss? That's the daughter of... Uh, no, uh, the Lox. He's a... Yeah. Uh, you, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking you, of Will Smith. You gotta look kids. up LOX. Sorry uh, about LOX. that. Sorry. But I mean, time and place. Well, what if the baby just wrote um, something about uh, gays have beautiful skin tone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. The baby. I didn't know he had such a big gay audience. For one thing. Oh yeah, the gays love straight guys. The gays they love do. They trying. Do. To get the toughest, manliest guy to flip him. The gays love am a hetero. I, I, uh, I, will, I will say yeah. this, though. I, I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I kind of look at it from both sides. I mm. do understand the, 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 you know, him saying something about gay community. But it's kind of weird, though, that, you know, and tell me if I'm wrong. Listen to the baby's lyrics. I mean, and a lot of other rappers' lyrics. I mean, you got some misogyny going on there. You got some... You know, derogatory, uh, you know, statements about women and about like a lot of other people, a lot of different groups. So, out of all of that, the one thing that stands out and that's going to get him canceled, 
because he made a remark on stage mm-hmm. about gay people. With all the other stuff, you know, that I'm sure he talks about in his music. And I, I like the baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking bad on him. I like his music. I mean, like you said, time and place. There's a time and place for his music. <laughs> yeah. He has a certain energy to it that's kind of cool if you're, you know, maybe riding in your car or if you're going out to a club and you want to dance. I mean, that's what you, you know, that type of stuff is what you want to listen to. But, yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, but there's a lot of different things sure that are in his lyrics that could be considered offensive for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So out of all of that, now all of a sudden he makes a remark on stage and that's what you want to cancel. Him. But you don't want to cancel him for... Maybe calling a woman a bitch on the mm-hmm. or, or something like that. So it's like, I, mean, I guess we just pick and choose. Well, that's the thing about the gays. The gays have a lot of power yeah. in the system. Yeah. That's why we're called uh, power bottoms, power tops. But the reason the gays have like really big influence. It's weird. I feel like it, I feel like if I'm going to get serious for a little bit, I feel like the fact that gays were able to stop the word faggot and queer and all these slurs, the fact that they were able to get those slurs to stop before the N-word, I think that speaks levels. Because obviously the N-word is way worse than mm. faggot, you, queer, you, all these slurs. You mean like how you can use the uh, the A at the end of the N-word? Just the word in general. I feel like if any word should have been dropped and all collectively been like, hey, we can't use that word, the N-word should have been the word. But now everybody's like, nah, we can't say faggot because that's a sexual preference and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, nah, we got bigger priorities. Yeah, yeah, that, I guess that is weird. Uh, but I, well, yeah, I, I, Dave Chappelle had this great I, joke. I don't think you could say the N-word still but I no yeah but people still people think it, the how you just said oh but it's with the a like some people think it's yeah. still different but no yo because even if you use the a at the end of the context yeah yeah exactly i just found out that i always was told i because i grew up in like a diverse neighborhood and um mm. i was always i always thought that the a made it different from the er but i just found out that in the south the South Southerners didn't know really how to pronounce their ERs. They would just say A, like, instead of butter, they would say, let me get some butter. So that's why they say, that's yeah. why it's pronounced with the A. And I didn't realize that, so. Well, it's just, it's just a slang derivative of, of, the, of the ER version. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, the word itself, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, you can, you can do research on it. Um, but it is a, I believe it's Ethiopian in origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a word that actually means king, Nagus, N E G U S. So that was taken. Yep. And I mean, you kind of see the similarities in the pronunciation, but I believe that that was something that was taken and they wanted to make it instead of, you know, it, you say Nagus, king. That's mm-hmm. the power that you're giving to these people that you think are lower than you. Mm-hmm. So you take that word, maybe change it up a little bit, it becomes the N I G G E R thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously has a, a negative connotation. We yeah. all know what that means. But then we take it, you know, as blacks in America after we get our freedom and whatever, whatnot, and we take it and we turn it into slang. Yeah, yeah. For us, we, we understand the negative connotation that, that goes with the, the origins of the word, but we've kind of taken it and mm-hmm. spun it around and turned it into something I, better. I hesitate to say, I hesitate say, to say positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but better than what it was. Yeah. More yeah. Taking back control of it. Mm-hmm. And I and I respect it, man. I f- I totally understand why you guys 
want to take it back and i get why other people want to say it because they see the message of like no we're trying to spin the word i think everyone should say the n-word but i think black people should be the police of it i think they should be able to determine if you're allowed to say it in that moment so if one of your friends said it and you weren't agreeing with it, it's 100% okay to beat their ass. Well, and there should be no consequences right. to it. They're just they're going on the surface of like it was a bad word and we're trying to turn it into a good word and that's as deep as they go into it. Hey and, man, um, they can do their thing. I, I I guess if you feel comfortable that way, man. Uh, that's. I just I just think I think um, I don't know. I mean it's it's the word. I'm I'm used to the word. I mean, mm-hmm. You know. Part of Me too. Part of black culture. I've been hearing it for years. Um, Same. I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah. I, I even I've even used it myself. Um, I've used it in, in my music. So is my teachers. But I have I have I have mixed feelings. But I think like when other people use it, I don't think that they or people other than black, at least most of them, I think some of them or not most, maybe some of them don't really understand what they're saying. They're saying I, it, yeah. They think it's a cool slang, or in some cases, people are saying it. Well, when you're when people are saying it with the negative connotation, I know that they know. You know when they're when they're trying to down you. Hmm. When they use it like in a slang sense, I don't think everybody realizes what I've had what, I get I guess like the uh the naked thing. I've had white people try to fight me. And aggressively because you said the n-word n-word no they would call oh, white me people the, call you that. Like, yeah what's up oh, and, and oh it man say, it would say the n-word real aggressively to me and then that's when you facetime I, obama be like say it to his face I, say it to his face you, right now that could help it'd be yeah. like it'd be like it'd be like hey you feel right about this right i don't it's <laughs> like uh that because to me that feels like the the naked thing because like if they did did they just get naked because like i can't fight it this is awkward mm-hmm. like he's calling me that n-word i don't know what to do right now you should have fought him so on solely on the purpose of on that it, i don't know what it is i, I mean I, it's just because of the way he's he's saying it aggressively yeah. like it, it's like it, uh he's not being racist he, he thinks he's trying to be scarier and more intimidating like that yeah with an ass whooping okay. you know? Just, All right, so the origins. It just it just so it says so aggressively to where you, you know it's not it's a way that they've been uh, uh I guess idolizing the wrong things, thinking it's okay to say this because it's, it's like they. I, I think, think they think it's intimidating to say that word. They're like, oh, I'm different. I can I'm gonna say this word, but they think it's the, they they they're trying to demean you. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously. Or try to, it's just white people, man. Like, I would feel more like fighting him if he was saying it to someone else, you know, versus like, wait, what you, but, but like. Well, I mean, if somebody calls you a name and you don't, it, not, you it, don't identify with it, it's, 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 it's weird. Really hit, it's yeah. weird. It's not really, it's not really like a, a, a name. It, it's, it's just like they're, it, in their I, mind, I feel like they're, in their mind, they're just pretty much saying, what's up, fool? Mm. You know, but, but because they're just so distorted, they're they're not. I don't think they're actually knowing they're trying to insult me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, weird. I'm sure, I have a very like bad existence. Mm-hmm. They have nothing better to do than to try to 
project their misery and self-loathing on other people. But okay, talk about the the baby again. Um, these situations, uh, the the baby situation. Uh, I I didn't care for the guy, uh, but when I heard him say these things. I started listening to his music, and <laughs> not because I, I I don't like gay. You were like, you know what? I agree uh, with just... what he's saying. I don't want HIV. Let me see his yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby. That is a point. I don't want HIV. It's like, yeah, we kind of forgot about this through Corona, uh, the COVID thing. Uh, I don't want to make fun of people who have it, though. Does AIDS exist? Uh, right. Yeah. That's... So so the thing to me is, I listened to him because it was like he's saying his stuff. He's saying because he was saying stuff. You know, uh, he he was freeing his mind. All right, so I want to see what he's about. But then I didn't like him again when he started apologizing. Yeah, this, that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, cause I you he just, backed out for the bag. Like he should own it. Yeah, I mean, cause the first like, couple of uh, his first couple of remarks, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stick to what I said. Like, I I hope I didn't mean to offend anybody." But, you know, you gay people, you know, you do that. Awesome. And I was just like, okay, well, stick to it, man. I, I respect you sticking to your guns. Yes. But then he saw that he was getting canceled. He was losing yeah. money and opportunity. He's like, oh, shit, I forgot the gays usually book the that's, festivals. That's so, the record label right there. Mm -hmm. it, uh, I got a Bay Area rapper uh, on my show. He, uh, he says, said the word fa faggot. Mm -hmm. uh, not faggot. Uh, faggot? Fa faggot. Nice. Uh, he said the whole word, but um, he—that's actually he, his take on uh, the the too short. What's my favorite uh, word, bitch? Uh, and his favorite word is uh, the the fag faggot. Uh, but like he just toys around with it. It seems like you know because he'll, he's also he'll have times where he, you know he's a kind of joke, you know, gay joking with his. Uh, Rap partner, mm -hmm. guy, Frank Stacks. I don't know if you, you guys heard of Frank, Frank Stacks. I mean, uh, he's, he's just kind, he's just kind of playing around with that word, you know, because then he'll direct it towards him and poke fun at himself in that area. So I mean, it's it's like poking. I, I, yeah, poking. Yeah, that's that's well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's weird when uh, straight guys do the poking. I, I never go. Ass. Um, well, that's a white guy thing. You'd be surprised how. Really? I feel like white people they fuck around with the gay stuff a little bit. Well, yeah, I, I, you know what? My my thing is let let the gays have their thing. Oh know? yeah. Why 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 why, why is straight people like oh well let's because it's fun. I mean look at how, look at gay people, man. Gay people are so happy all the time. They get to live their best life. Yeah. They're wearing tank tops, booty shorts, and they're fat as hell. But they're just happy and they're loving and they're so happy. Yeah, you know what? You, I, think any, I think when you have any group of people that, that that are maybe if you think that they're doing something that's outside the norm or, or they're different than what still is standard for in person or whatever in society, then they're gonna catch catch something. I mean, oh yeah. You have people who just aren't tolerant of different, you know, different looks, different ways of thinking. I feel like it's always people. Close. They're very close-minded. I, I feel like it's always aspect. people on the outside uh, of the box, like like uh, that aren't to do with that. I feel like uh, like, like uh, I, I wear my uh, 
Street pressure. I don't believe in parades, uh, but hey, if straight dudes want to accessorize and have their pride, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like the dudes that want these parades and all, they're actually probably in the white cl- parades and stuff. No, 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 Proud boys, straight straight pride. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're pr- actually in the closet because they've actually tried to set these uh, things up, and I'm like, yeah, you know, the the straight pride mm-hmm. festivals and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. The, that guy, the only reason he he's like you know hosting this thing is because the gay community rejected him. Yeah, that sounds so boring. We don't need one. Uh, I, gay pride is super colorful, bright, energetic. See, my, I feel my like thing is I, I, it's uh, when I have that shirt on. It, I, I've I've walked through the That's Castro and, and the, the the gays I, I I have gay dudes like hey I love your shirt yeah but next thing you know uh like next I'll thing be you know, somewhere over. else no no That's never done that you, I mean blow buddies shirt, was by accident uh <laughs> but uh I, straight guys will be the ones getting upset like yeah. take off that shirt you like hey. Why? You know. Oh, you want to see? Oh, okay. I see yeah. what this is. You want to see me topless? Is this, is this your time? Got to you, come sir. Out the closet, bro. Yeah, just, man. Just, just do it. Um, yeah, you know. How lame I, do you have to be to tell someone to take off their shirt at the same time, too? Like, what problems well, do you have I think as a grown ho- adult? Isn't that how hockey players fight? Hockey players. Take off your shirt, bro. Let's do no, it. I think they take off their gloves. I don't think they take off their shirts. Maybe they, well, actually, I've just seen them just go at it. Yeah, yeah, they just go in. So, uh. They're just hitting a bunch of pads. But I'm real big at, uh. Big. Um. Oh. Speaking of gay. Speaking uh, of big, today's I watch, sponsors. Uh, Trojan. The, the Mike Lindell My Pillow commercial. And I don't know. I mm. just. It, it, he said, uh. <laughs> they were making a big deal out of how you could have comfort in three inches. I, 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 mm. I don't know. That was in my mind when you I. You were just over here, like, finally, somebody said it. <laughs> Let's I mean, go! I mean, because it's you shrink shaft at the time. Uh, mm. but, but yeah, I, I believe so. I'm a grower. That uh, when you say something, man, uh, unless you really, really feel uh, like uh, bad about something. But I don't apologize, especially I think if you're famous or trying to be famous or something like that, not apologizing does you best because I, I feel like it's a shameless world. Mm. It's definitely a shameless, non-apologetic world. Uh, as I've seen. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the, the baby, for example, if you see his apologizing, <laughs> you could you could see this example of how. The uh, the gay community is still like nah nah that you ain't fucking liar. I, I mean, it's not you. It's your publicist. See, there's not one spelling error in here. We know the baby's illiterate. Who the fuck wrote this? See, yeah, he, that's that's totally his public because his publicist because he's got so many different ways of apologizing. When I see the thing online, it's like he just keeps on trying no, different no, you ways. Have, you have your Twitter apology. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. You have your Twitter apology. You have your IG apology. Yeah. You have your Facebook apology. And you have your actual press release, national, step up on the podium. I realize that I um, alienated a lot of my followers, and uh, I just want to reach out and tell you people that I'm, I'm not that person. That's not me. I made a mistake. You got that. Yeah. And that's the publicist. I knew I knew the baby didn't really write that the the public apology because his first statements on Twitter they had emojis in it. And then the last statement, no emojis. I'm uh, like, okay. who the fuck? Yeah, because the emojis were him. Yeah. Yes. 
Sí, ah. He was like, and for you gay people, and it was like the smirk emoji, like, mm. <laughs> He was like, you guys do what you want. Out. And then there was like a little uh, syringe at the end of the butt. I was like, okay, the baby. Yeah, the syringe, yeah, mm. yeah. So, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I've had some, some uh, co comedy communities uh, brush some hate my way and uh, some things they said I did. And, hate for what? Uh, you know what? See, it was like the women, like some kind of anti-women thing. Maybe I said anti-women, like they're not for women. It sounded like so they're gay. It sounded like something I said that 